Welcome to the Contemplating Christ podcast, a ministry of the Contemplating Christ Collective, a space that takes seriously the task of contemplating the Word of God and the life of Christ. I'm your host, Patrice Gerido, and I look forward to this time of holy listening. Now, let's get to it. Why can't I be both a Christian and rich? It's the age-old question. I grew up in the church and gave my life to Christ at eight years old, yet I still ask this question. Even after walking with Christ all this time, I still struggle with the concept of being a wealthy Christian. Perhaps that's why I'm not wealthy, but I still wonder. I've heard every single side of the debate. There are some Christians who believe that being rich is akin to asking for a one-way ticket to hell. There are other Christians who believe that being poor is a sin. Then there are those who are in the middle who just don't know what to think. Recently, God gave me another glimpse at the story where Jesus told the rich young ruler to sell his possessions and give everything he had to the poor. That rich young ruler went away sad as Jesus said his infamous words. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus' response was not the issue. The issue is we tend to stop at that verse. If we read just a little further, we hear in context. The New Living Translation of Matthew 19, 24 says, The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved, they asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. That last line is key to everything. Now, I'm not saying that this gives us Christians free reign to do what we please with money. I am not saying that it gives us permission to become greedily and selfishly wealthy. What I am saying, however, is that we need to think about why Jesus would have said that to that particular person at that particular time. If we believe that Jesus is God and that God is omniscient, we must accept that God knows all things about everything and everyone. Perhaps what Jesus saw in the young man was a struggle with values that manifested in terms of money. Then, if we struggle with money, and place it before God, we should take Jesus' words literally. But what if our struggle is not with money? What if something else preoccupies our time and thoughts and takes place where God should be? In fact, by seeing this story literally, those of us who struggle with putting God first in other ways get off scot-free. My upbringing influenced me to desire the intangibles over the tangible things like money. I accept that I need money in this world, but it's not my greatest value. It is not my Achilles heel. Money is not my driving force. However, that does not mean that this verse does not apply to me. It applies to me. In times past, I've put other things before God. For instance, A few rounds of church hurt, 
Life hurt and professional hurt sometimes tempts me to hoard my time, talent, and presence. When the artist, a little girl in me, gets hurt, she can quickly clam up and pull away from everyone. In other words, I put my feelings before God's will. So when I read this verse, I hear God saying to me, Patrice, don't put your feelings before me. Don't put your talent before me. Don't put the things that I gave you in abundance before me. Render those things for the good of others, for God's glory. So now I turn to you. If it's not money, what stops you from putting God first? Do you place recognition before God? People's opinions before God? How about yourself before God? What do you place before God? What is preventing you from seeing your way clear to heaven, God's kingdom on earth? More importantly, do you trust God enough to ensure that with God's help, you can reprioritize? Do you believe while it is impossible to get things right alone with God, all things are possible, even getting into heaven with all your wealth, be it material or otherwise. Thank you for listening to Contemplating Christ. I hope that you have been inspired in some way, felt God's love in some way, or just feel a whole lot better than before. Until next time, may God bless and keep you. May God make his face shine upon you and grant you peace.